Ready? Hi, everybody. And the conversation continues, but this time with reinforcements. Um, looking back at my first round of 75 hard was since it was more or less successful. It was successful in terms of that I made it, but the journey wasn't as enjoyable as I hoped it would be. So um, I believe that I can be more successful by making a few adjustments. And one of the major adjustments uh, will be to ask one of my best friends if he would like to join me. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, Marshall Aka and Mars, my Dutchie, was the one who basically had my back from day one on this. And he was basically one of the three or four people I told that I'm going to do this podcast. And he was more or less the only person who was listening to the content. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah. and and may I say thank you for the shout out I received. Yeah, for sure, um, well deserved. Um, I felt like such a groupie. Yeah, and he gave me notes from like day one. With a, yeah, could you address that? And could you? That was really helpful. So, and on the other, he even when he didn't, but he for myself, he held me accountable because I had to say I I told him that I'm going to get through with it, and I had to based on the fact that I didn't want to get shamed from him. <laughs> and you did. Massive respect for that. <laughs> and since it was clear from the start that I wanted to start the challenge again in 24, he not really hesitated to jump and said, okay, let's talk to each other every week. Um, how about kind of things going? Um, what we're up to? What were the challenges that have risen over the week? He's not going to follow the 75 hard rules as I do. I will. Otherwise, I, I know myself too well. Uh, I definitely won't follow through. Um, but um, he's going to tell you um, that himself um, in a couple of seconds. So, yeah, Mars, uh, thank you. I'm going to continue to call you Mars, yeah. So I hope that's Yeah, cool. yeah no problem. Awesome. Welcome to the new season. Oh, yeah, by the way, and we renamed the podcast. Since we're still dads and we're both dads, <laughs> and we are going to continue kind of this whole parent branding. But now is it um, welcome to the new season of uh, Fatherly Grit? May I wait a second? Oh, no, that was the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, I still knew. We need to work on our jingle. We definitely need to sound. Yeah, there it is. Awesome. Way too loud. Every headset died now, but again. Yeah. Um, Mars, thank we, you. Thank you very much. Yeah. I'm, I highly appreciate it that you not just be my background voice now and sending me notes, not you know, going to talk to me every week. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. But and may may I seriously say that like I followed your your first part of the podcast and the seventy five hard. And w when you explained it to me, I was like, oh my God, this is, these things, it's so difficult to make it through, especially when you're doing it more or less on your own and with the, 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 the work-life balance that you have. And um, yeah, massive respect. Yeah, thank you very much. I tried to release, uh, re-listen to the, the last episode, but I had to stop and at minute four, more likely you say, is that, that sounded so whiny and depressed and that <laughs> What I forgot already that every every episode I recorded was early in the morning or really late at night because I wasn't able to figure it out in between. And I was I thought, okay, I can't be too loud. I can't be too noisy around with the kids and my wife sleeping. But again, it was hard to listen to and I apologize. <laughs> to everyone but was it was it was it really were you really that tired because you i i remember that i listened to it and i sent you a message saying like dude you sound so tired but were you really tired from the challenge or was it a combination of being quiet because like the entire house is sleeping and yeah and it, it was the overall situation i would say i was pissed about myself that i wasn't able to go through with kind of this whole daily podcasting stuff and I basically 
procrastinated for like 30 days and put it in because there were definitely a couple of windows where I was like, okay, now I could sit down and record like 10 minutes, say, hey guys, I'm alive. I'm still doing that. But with me dropping off on I think episode 41 was like, okay, that's not going to feed into the purpose. And I would, I would more likely focus on getting this done, the 75 heart, 75 heart challenge and concentrate on the kind of main journey instead of kind of getting distracted. Yeah, I, I just wanted to report back, but I, I really was like a little bit disappointed in myself that I wasn't able to pull through with this whole, because especially when I'm continuing to shit on people who are uploading content, calling it my 75 hard journey, and then I pull through it or just kind of stop it at some point and not continuing uploading it and just updating people on kind of their journey. That's kind of my mindset here. But that was the reason why I said, okay, I, I want to I wanna partner up with you. And you you definitely the only person I would imagine kind of doing it with. So because you have a similar competitive mindset that I have. And when you kind of focus on something and you said, okay, I want to do that, you you do that. So that was one of the major reasons I wanted you on board. Uh, the, li the listeners are already feeling the bromance in the air. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I don't I don't have the romantic sounds on my on my hot button, sorry. So. <laughs> but you, you know what's so funny? You're saying these things about that I'm I'm just as competitive and, and, and that I'll pull things through. I was just listening to your first podcast and I was thinking, oh my god, how does he do it? I would have stopped already a hundred times. So I don't see myself like that. I'm I'm flattered that you see me like that. But I, for me, um, I I see you as the person who is more tougher in 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 following things through and finishing things until the end. So I'm gonna you know like drag onto you. I'm gonna try to be uh, in your slipstream here. Yeah, but I think you will enjoy even when you don't do the 75 hard. And I fully understand. We are just going to talk about it. And let's just talk about it now. But I fully understand where you come from where you said, hey, this whole 75 hard setup is not meant for me because it's not fitting into what I would like to accomplish for myself. Yeah. But my full is not. I, I just, I need this hard rules because I, I know myself. What do you want to get out of it? Being more fit, even more than I am right now. And I want to continue this whole reading part. All kind of this stuff. The only annoying part was taking the picture on the other end because all the other stuff that was so beneficial for me, the whole drinking thing, the reading thing, the workout thing, it's not, it's not too much to ask for to do. One and a half hours is a lot of time when you're just talking about sports. Mm. On my day, one and a half hours is a lot. Um, yeah. Plus the reading, which takes... I would say good 20 minutes if you concentrate and just really taking the time and take you you need to have your head right to read and really follow through what you're actually reading because then if you don't you're going to continue reading the 10 pages afterward on repeat because you're not able to kind of or you don't have the mental capacity to kind of work with what you read all the all the tasks that are included there I feel like are perfect fit for me yeah maybe it's a good thing i'm just realizing it right now for the listeners who are uh starting with this episode maybe it's good for you to, if you could um sum up the list of all 75 right, right, hard right, okay so just from a historic standpoint the person who came up with it was andy frisella and i'm happy to link the kind of the episode where it all came together on his podcast, I think it's already kind of four years ago or something like that. He came up with a challenge and it's not a sports challenge. It's more a mental toughness challenge that you have tasks that you have to accomplish every day, which is 45 minute workout inside, one 45 minute workout outside, which could, so workout is, I feel like a really kind of defined term, but when you take a look at the Reddit forum and he has a couple of other episodes where he kind of defines it more, a workout could be a walk. And I, back in my, my first challenge, I did a lot of work, walks with the dogs in the morning where just intensely, not just rolling around and enjoy kind of time with my kids and just going to the beach. No, actually kind of 
mentally going for a walk. But is it is it the purpose of going for a walk and, and switching your mind off from other things? Or is it, you know, the physical aspect? So it's not just a, a walk. Uh, I think the worker perspective is that you're taking time out of your day to move. But on the other hand, people said it's a workout when I pull out my under the desk treadmill and continue working and it just add a 45 minute walk workout. I did that in the past and I'm not really sure. Again, Reddit says, <laughs> and, that is, and they're really strict about everything. So when they th <laughs> say it's okay, apparently it's okay from a rule perspective. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm taking them as the main judge here. Yeah, but I think taking t mental time out of your day to concentrate on body movement. And I learned that I'm really great in cutting and um, editing videos while I walk or I go on my under-the-desk bike or something like that, why I do that. The, the other point is you have to read 10 pages of a non-fictional book. And interesting rule addition here is when you start a book and it sucks... It doesn't matter. You have to continue. Yeah. So you have to go through with it. You're not allowed to switch books in between. That rule sucked. I had a book that was super boring and it was super annoying to read. And I had to go through with it because yeah. I did my research wrong. And there is the other very important aspect. It has to be a real book. It has to be a real book. What, what else? Right. There? No, you can. Yeah. E-book. Uh, I'm using my. Didn't he? Oh, oh, oh. Didn't he say that it has to be a real book, that you really have to be able to flip a page? Did he? That I, uh, that is new. Yeah, that is. I think. From a, so, yeah, okay. Okay. From an economic standpoint, and me saving the world, um, <laughs> I'm, down trees, I'm going to ignore that. And I'm going to, I'm going to, <laughs> to, to uh, read on my Kindle. Especially it's super practical because I can read it in bed and not wake up my wife switching on light. Are, that, are we now finding out that you didn't manage the 75 yeah, hour challenge? Shit. Are we now? Shit. I, I have to ask the Reddit guys about it. Oh, spoiler alert, people. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the other one is taking a picture every day. I didn't see, I, yeah, I didn't see any changes on the pictures. Kind of, and I didn't relook really. I'm going to restart the app and just to continue doing it. Stick to a diet, whatever diet you feel comfortable with. I'm going to continue to do vegan diet, uh, no cheats and no alcohol. And that includes junk food and all this stuff. So I feel like that's you, you, you are forced to eat clean for at least 75 days. And yeah. the whole non-alcoholic thing is not an issue for me. I know it's for you. It's going to be interesting. That is, you're not, you're not going to drink for 75 days. Is that true? Did I, did I yes, get it right? That true. That's going that to be interesting. True. It's going to be interesting. However, I did already do a light version of that. So I, I didn't drink strong liquor and only drank beer. No. <laughs> we had to just straight up schnapps. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I cut out I cut out the the weak alcohol. I only go go for the strong stuff. No, I did I did one complete month, maybe even one and a half month of no alcohol mm -hmm. already. Four years ago. Yeah, no, it was a couple of weeks. No, two two months ago. Oh. It was October. That's the reason why I yeah. look so good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I realized that, but now I'm I'm going ahead of things. I think like. Yeah. Since Yosha and I became parents, Yosha is my wife, and we have a beautiful little son, Ziggy, and he's uh, about one and a half years old now. And at a certain point, I think many of us, of our listeners that have young children will recognize this probably, and some will think, oh, you're just a pussy, shut up whining. Um, it, it, it's, it's pretty tough on you having a kid, especially if you have a full-time job, if you have a own company next to it and do some other projects as well. But I think the main point is that I started to notice that my sleep is very important. If I want to be the happy dad in the next morning when my kid wakes up early and he's demanding a lot of attention, then I want to be the happy dad. I, want, I don't want to be the grumpy guy that gets out of bed and has difficulties with that and has no energy, etc. And I noticed at a certain point that every time that I drank alcohol, 
I just had so much differ, uh, difficulties with my energy the next day. And it came to a point where we already cut on alcohol, like we drank very few alcohol. And then at a certain po- point, we had a dinner, we drank two or three wine. And the next morning, I woke up with such a bad headache and such a hungover feeling. And I started thinking like, why are we drinking alcohol? What's the use of it? I mean, sure, a wine tastes really good, like a nice red wine, but I can do without that taste. And I can certainly do without that hungover feeling the next day. So I don't think that the um, alcohol part is going to be super difficult, especially because we're starting after Christmas and New Year's. (laughs) But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't say that. So I'm going to be on vacation till January 6th, and um, the main idea is to kick it off at January 7th. It's not my my weird mind have is going to be have difficulties counting from the seventh till normally it would be New Year's, but we can't do that because if I would start on New Year's on the January, my wife would kill me. Um, <laughs> And she, I, I told her, um, I, yeah, I'm going to do a podcast with Mars. Now we are going to continue the series and we're, I'm going to do 75 hard again. And she was like, really? I was like, yeah, it was good for me and my mental capacity and all this stuff. It's just, yeah, at least are you going to continue fasting as well? And I was like, yeah, that is one of this kind of side projects I, I want to do kind of get back on on get back on track with this alternative day fasting stuff and she was like yeah whatever do what you do but don't let it interfere with all the family stuff and i was like yeah but it never interfered with our family stuff and she was like I'm not sure if you remember we were in Zurich at some point and we were at a tax advisor party and it was 9 30 and i said yeah we have to go home i have to work out I have to go on my bike and just ride for 50 minutes in the dark. So, um, but that was the only kind of point to make out that it interfered with our lives. So, but yeah. enough about me, Morris. No, there's one more thing that you forgot, I think. I did? Gallon of water. Ah, true. Sorry. Yeah. That's so basic stuff for me because I'm always drinking a gallon of water every day. So I don't get... For us using the metrics uh, system, uh, what is a gallon again? 3.8 liters of water. Boom. Yeah, that is also part of the routine. And again, I don't like the term mental toughness challenge or like fitness challenge. I feel like that's not, it's habit forming journey. Yeah. You learn to kind of create a habit. And and I think the water part is hard for a lot of people. That is a lot of water and trying to get this down all day is challenging for them. And I, I but I didn't because I'm a, I drink a lot of water or liquids overall. In general, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, good news. And I and I talked about kind of this whole addiction thing, and then we stopped talking about me. It's already annoying me. I stopped drinking zero stuff. Did you know? Yeah, three weeks ago. Okay, dear listeners, this is a big step. That's a huge, and that's that was that is huge. Yeah, I think three weeks, three or four, three or four weeks ago. Yeah. What What was this thing? You had this sort of addiction, I'd say. It's fucking addicting. Drinking Coke Zero or all, which include like artificial sweeteners, especially aspartame. It's a habit like smoking, I would say. It is really. And since I'm trying to develop myself constantly and grow and do stuff, I got to a point where it's like, okay, I just have to stop. And I don't even know why. I, I think it got me annoyed. It got me, I, again, had like one and a half liters and then I just said, okay, stop. I, it's, it's done. I'm done. I'm really, it's similar with alcohol. Funny, funny that we talk about it now and that it comes to my mind. It's similar with the alcohol thing. I was done. I was drunk and I decided, okay, I'm done with it. It's just, it was too much. I'm done. But what was it with the, with the, with the fuzzy drinks? I think that's what you, how you mentioned it in the previous podcast, but is it that, taste that you like is it the fuzzy fuzziness in your mouth is it really the aspartame that is you know making you i don't I physically don't addicted or? i think it's the whole sweet tooth thing so you are actually not consuming sweets but you have something sweet that you consume but i think in one of the last days i brought something home and i was in the kitchen and i drank the first bottle 
but I didn't really enjoy it. You know, I just drank it out of like this whole, and I, I drank the half liter without really enjoying the taste. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it was, it's kind of a habit. And after that, I realized, okay, I had one another, I had one left and I said, I'm going to drink that. I'm going to enjoy the fuck out of it, but then I'm done. I'm just done because I'm not drinking it because I'm enjoying the product, which is just out of pure habit of consumption. Not sure if it's a word, but yeah. I find it, I found it interesting as well because like, like you're into a healthy lifestyle. You're into, you know, like getting into the healthy lifestyle, but then still, you know, like you drank all the, the zero drinks and it, it's so unhealthy for your body. It just, um, it's a bit, you know, like schizophrenic with uh, being vegan, drinking no alcohol and all these things. Yeah. I think it's a good step. Yeah. Well done. Let's see. And it was interesting. So um, I, I still sound like a little bit congested because I'm still in the midst of having COVID, by the way. I didn't mention that before. And I'm pretty sure that I caught it DJing my ex company's Christmas party. And that was the first moment I really realized what I was doing because I drank, I would say, four or five huge bottles of water over the kind of the whole night, plus like six espressos, something like that. But I didn't drink anything else. I drank water and coffee. That was all I was drinking the whole night. And when I was driving home in my car, I was like, that is crazy. I can't remember, more likely went out. I worked a bit. I played a little bit of music. But again, that was interesting, interesting. And I didn't miss it. There wasn't a point where it's like, okay, now I could use a Coke light or something like that. I just ordered water. It was like 0.75. But I think I drank five of it over the course of the night. And I peed, just peed once. <laughs> oh, this is, this is a big thing for you. Yeah. Only peeing once. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember exactly which episode it was, but there was one episode of the previous part of the podcast that people need to listen to. <laughs> I almost peed myself. <laughs> And then ending up at the exact same gas station, yeah, it, asking for the key. Two days in a row, it was so ridiculous. <laughs> it, it formed with me, like, every time I have to go in that direction now, it's like, okay, did you go pee before I left? <laughs> Anything. So let's, start, let's stop talking about me. So Mars, I convinced you to come on this journey with me again, and uh, you came up with your own idea um, of things you would like to kind of form a habit into and yes. get your life a little bit more back into order than it is right now. Because again, yeah. to mention both dads, young kids, self-employment, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, I think maybe, maybe that's a good thing to, do you want to introduce yourself before I go into my part of it? Because I think people might not really uh listen back to all the different episodes but just a short introduction of yourself mars has already kind of taken over this and has has a better idea how people would enjoy our content <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking it, it would be interesting for people to know like who are you and what does your life look like yeah julius i think 38 years old am i yeah i, I think i'm 38 years old i have two kids two boys five and nine one is in kindergarten one is in school i'm married and and my wife has a pretty successful tax advisory company and i worked in business development and marketing or a major law firm before on a global level and um, two and a half years ago i made the decision that i'm going to step down from that position and going to support my wife on her journey with the company and while i was doing that i already had a pretty successful podcast in the life sciences and healthcare field focusing on legal issues while I was employed at this law firm and I'm going, I, I continued that journey with them. So I had to form a company myself. So I'm self-employed as a podcast producer as well. So I'm helping out my, in my wife's company. I'm joking all the time that I was, I'm working for my wife in the morning. I'm looking out for my kids in the afternoon and working for myself at night. But now since the podcasting is 
going pretty well. I took two days in the week, Tuesdays and Wednesday, where 100% focus on the podcasting business. And three days a week, I work at my wife's firm. As yeah. And at my wife's firm, I'm more likely to do like office management stuff and supporting her there. So And she's working a lot, right, for the firm. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty tough job. Yeah, I don't. I don't have to tell you that it's not um, as you're going to tell. But being self-employed and being a boss with a couple of employees, that's a full-time job, and it's going into your weekend and into your night. Yeah. And even my wife has COVID as well, and she, she's got down pretty heavy with it. But she sat here at the desk all day because there's you can't. No, that it, pulling out is not an option. <laughs> Sorry, this is nope. just the. We're the not talking 30. about the production of kids, Mars. <laughs> this is the thirteen-year-old Mars who is just laughing at pulling out. Sorry. <laughs> yep. uh, please don't cut this out. No, we're definitely not going to. Uh, and it's uh, mentioned Mars is older than me, and I was. Yes, and I, I just I just checked in my phone. You're thirty-seven, uh, you know. Oh yeah, nice. Thank you. I'm thirty-seven. <laughs> so again. I, I think that's the first, the, the third time I'm saying it, because I feel like the audience is pretty set. But looking forward having new people on, because and, and I, let me say that at last. So the first project with me, kind of having this podcast regarding seventy five heart, I didn't really promote it. I told like a couple of really close friends of mine, and I didn't promote it on LinkedIn or any other social media platform. And just to see where it goes and just to hold myself accountable. And I think I, I said it in, in one of the other episodes. Um, this time will be different. Um, this time I'm just, I, I talked to Moss about it. We are, I'm going to post it right from the start. And maybe somebody's interested to jump on ship and say, hey, new year, new me. I'm going to take this ride with the guys and just figure out. And yeah, maybe someone. More than welcome. More than welcome. Happy to reach out and let us know. Yeah, you can join us maybe and just talk about a bit. How are you doing? <laughs> or if you don't want to talk, uh, you, you can, can send always email. send an email and reach out to us because uh, I'm very curious like how interesting this podcast actually is. I mean, I don't find myself a very interesting person to listen oh, to, but uh, that's why we talk together so that uh, there's two people who are not interesting to listen to. Yeah. And curious what everyone is thinking and what the questions would be, etc. So, yeah. So, Mars, now it's Right, you. on to me. So, yeah, I'm, um, my name is uh, Marcel. I'm Dutch. And Mars is my nickname. Uh, I think Julius, basically, we met in 2000 or eight or something when I was living in Germany. And I think basically he knows me only by the name of Mars. So um, let's just stick to that one. My life, I'm 40 years old. I got married last May, uh, had an awesome wedding where Julius and his family was uh, were there as well. Julius was rocking a really good hairstyle, by the way, like a <laughs> full on mullet with a like a mustache and everything like trailer trash as he is <laughs> so we got married in may and my wife is yosha and in the meantime uh, we have dog he's laying here in front of me it's a, a nice little australian labradoodle called frankie three and a half years old and we have a beautiful little son ziggy uh, he's almost one and a half years old as i mentioned so that's the family part work part is I have a 32-hour job, a daytime job, work for a, co a company called Medic. Really good company, cool to work at. I do data analysis there on the digital marketing department. So that's uh, that's my job during the day. And besides that, uh, my wife and I started a, a clothing shop a couple of years ago, like August 2021. We opened, uh, middle of COVID, very, very, very interesting time to start a shop. But we said, okay, there is a need for another women's clothing shop here in Delft. Uh, we live in Delft. I didn't mention that. And uh, it turned out there was indeed a big market for it. Um, especially during COVID, women still wanted to have, you know, like wanted to dress, dress fancy, wanted to have nice clothes. 
And uh, after um, COVID was done and everything was open again, um, they just want to have a nice uh, shopping experience here. And my wife, she is really, 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 really good at choosing fashion, uh, decorating everything that we have. I'm sitting right now in our shop and, and look around and everything that we build here, her dad built it together with some help from uh, some other people. But uh, it was my wife's idea, creative idea, what should look, uh, what it should look like. And it, uh, it is a tough job because the shop is open five days a week. But after the shop is uh, closed, we still work. We have a couple of people who are working with us. Um, I, I, we call them like officially employees, but they're just, um, colleagues, let's say. And, um, they help us. One of the people is working a couple of days a week. Uh, one is doing content a couple of mornings. Someone is helping us two weekend days per month. And for the rest, it's, uh, it's all up to us. And yeah, it's, it's really, really tough. Um, it, it, it's, we spend a lot of hours in our free time, uh, working on it. But, um, hopefully in the future, we will be able to, um, have more colleagues here to, uh, release us from, um, let's say the nighttime stress. Cause, uh, especially now at the end of the year, we notice that very often we're sitting still at 11:30 on the couch with our laptops open preparing social media posts preparing email marketing content ordering new uh goods new clothes so it, it's very tough and the reason why i s- decided to um to accompany julia's in this uh, beautiful challenge uh, or this beautiful journey is because i i figured there is so much more I can do with my time, but I just have to use my time effectively. I need to be more efficient with my time. Uh, I mean, the amount of minutes or hours I'm sitting on my phone on social media, for instance, is just crap. And my wife is always joking about it, that I'm addicted to social media. And to be honest, Julius, you're addicted or was, were addicted to the fuzzy drinks. I, w- I am addicted to social media. But um, you can you just consume, right? You just consume social media. You don't do yes, social yes. media yourself. It, yes, I, think it would I be am different just if mindless. You're... Yeah, and is is it just is it Instagram? Is it TikTok or what? What is your my my go to social media drug? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is it is Instagram it is. mainly. And are you doing reels but... all the time? Oh, what is, are you doing? No, no, it's actually a combination of things. But I have to, you know, like I have to uh, defend myself a tiny bit. I'm not just looking at pictures or videos of, I don't know, uh, people or yeah. hot chicks or whatever. I'm also looking a lot of things <laughs> are... of your wife to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going Sorry. to OnlyFans girls. That is my only concern. OnlyFans, yes, yeah. yes. No, I'm I'm actually having I'm following a lot of things about I don't know how to make my powerpoints look more beautiful, how to use Excel in a better way, things about data analysis, data quality, data um, uh, assurance, these kind of things, online marketing. So all these kind of things that I use in my work or for the shop, I learn them from social media as well, or I learn about them from social media, and then I do more research on more trustworthy platforms or websites but yeah but yeah for the rest yeah it, it is also a lot of i don't know mindless stupid videos stupid mm. exactly and i'm just sitting on the toilet for half an hour i'm already done with everything and i'm just <laughs> sitting there my my legs start being numb i have these red spots of my elbows on my knees and i'm thinking what am i doing here so that's one of the things i can be more efficient with my time one of the other things is there are so many hours in the day. Why not use them better to develop myself? I mean, you need to switch off sometimes as well. Like it's very good to work a lot or like it's very important for us to work a lot at the moment to make sure that the shop is doing well, uh, to make sure that we can, you know, like grow as a business. But it also it's also very important to once in a while switch off, like very regularly switch off. And I think that the, the 45 minutes workout two twice a day that is in your program is something that inspired me. Like from origin, I'm a very healthy guy. I'm very, you know, I used to do a lot of sports. I think everyone still sees me as a sportive guy, but I think that's my legacy. Because in the past, I think a couple of months, maybe after the wedding, 
oh man, the, there's been so many weeks that I didn't work out at all, at all. And it's, it's bugging me. It's bugging me. So and why was that? Because you, you were too tired and you were like, I really can't drag myself to do it. So at, at one, yes, it's tiredness. But then again, if you work out, it, it brings these extra hormones in your, in your head, in your body that makes you less tired. So I do know that from a really good workout, like a really heavy workout, that afterwards you cannot walk or you need to lay down for 20 minutes, you get energy from it. But in order to get your ass off that couch and do it, that, that's the step that is it's getting harder and harder. And, it, yeah. and I hate myself for getting, bringing myself in that position. I mean, I'm Did a victim of my own habit. Heavy into CrossFit. Yes, and one and a half years ago, I was like, "Mars is that CrossFit guy?" I know, I know. I used to be, but then I moved here to Delft about yeah. I don't know four years ago now, and I did not find a really nice CrossFit box. Yeah, okay. I mean, the CrossFit box here in Delft. Maybe they're gonna listen to this show, but I, I didn't like it. I didn't like. I didn't feel the connection with the people, and mm -hmm. maybe that had to partly do with me as well. Maybe, of course. Yeah. But I think also like CrossFit is about a community. Mm. And at least that's what they say that they are. But that box, the trainers were not about the community. Or like, let's say that they were not about inviting me into the community. They didn't say, hey, guys, this is Mars. He's new. You know, give him a big welcome and make him feel welcome here at the box. I've, I've been training at many different boxes and everywhere they did it. And for those who don't know, CrossFit, a CrossFit box is basically the CrossFit word for it, the CrossFit gym. gym. Yeah. So they have their own slang and everything. I mean, everyone can make jokes about it. Feel free. I really liked it because it was a really good mixture of cardio, weights, and some gymnastics. And I would love, you know, like if they had a box here that, that you know, that, that is good and that is welcoming to new members and is opening up then I, I would definitely do it but i didn't find it i started running i started doing weights at home in the beginning it was nice doing weights at home i was very motivated but after a while the motivation is you know just slipping away and i'm just turning into this guy with a dad bod and <laughs> i'm so sad still looking pretty good you can't see it yet. <laughs> Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just exaggerating, listeners. I'm exaggerating things a bit, but this is one of the reasons why I I needed, you know, like I needed something in my life to change. I I have I hate people that say, you know, like my um, how do you call it in English again? If you you know like the things that you're gonna do from the first of January onwards, that those are your who who the forename is in yeah, Dutch yeah, for yeah, those I who are, understand it, but um, I don't, I don't Google it and then we'll get to it. Google but it. like I hate people that say these things because I, I always think like if you if you decide like oh the first of January I'm gonna start oh, a new life resolutions resolutions exactly yeah. I don't believe in them I believe that people will do it for one or two weeks and afterwards they forget about it and you triggered me with this 75 hard because the, the idea behind it from Andy Frizzella as well if if I can you know like paraphrase it a bit is that if you do something for 75 days it becomes a habit you know if you do this every single day without cheating it will become a habit you will change your lifestyle and that's why i want to do it i feel like this was a huge a very long introduction of myself no and you you didn't you it's fine it definitely were, was less than i talked yeah when i said in the beginning you're not going to follow the 75 hard rules because you told me that you no. feel like that is not what I need. Um, and I no. would like to go on with this journey and kind of accompany you with accept this stuff I would like for me to kind of accomplish and um, better of myself. Yeah. I think the main points of it, I will, I will keep them in my regime as well. So the physical aspect, the mental aspect and grit, aspect yeah. let's yeah. say yeah. i think those those three parts are the main parts in mine as well and i just decided that some of the things in the 75 hard do not fit in my schedule and i feel already now that i like if i do if i have to do two 45 minute workouts um every single day um I'm, i already know right now that i won't be able to follow that through so i i changed that a bit a gallon of water I, I i put it a bit less and i 
I switched from water to something else. I'll explain later. These, these are nice cliffhangers. I think that worked good in a podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the food part, the health part, I think that's one of the other very important things for me because, I mean, everyone knows it's December period. We eat crap in December, especially mm -hmm. in the Netherlands. I think in Germany, you have it as well. You know, like you just had your podcast with the marzipan and chocolate factory Niederecker in Lübeck. Marzipan is one of my favorites as well. Like here in the Netherlands on the 5th of December, we have Sinterklaas. Uh, if you don't know it, Google Sinterklaas um, or December 5th in the Netherlands. Yeah, it's, it's um, St. Nicholas over here on the 6th. And uh, I think in the oh, yeah. US they have it as well. Yeah. It used to be bigger than Christmas in the Netherlands, but it comes along with all this candy, all this sweet sugar, like so much of that crap. And my wife and I, we are both into very healthy eating, but I noticed that in the past months, like more often than none, we bought little bags of crisps or we bought these chocolate things or, you know, like these, these little uh, candy stuff that we bring into the house. And if you have it in the house, you eat it. So uh, we've been doing that too much. So I need to start eating healthier. But you're going to do one workout a day, right? Wasn't that the idea? Yeah. Yeah. Shall we, shall we go um, through the list? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do one workout a day of 45 minutes. And for me, we have a dog every day. I, I think on, on average, I do two or three times a day. I walk the dog. So I do walk a lot. I walk about um, at least 10,000 steps every day. So I'm going to do that next to the workout, but I want to do a 45 minute workout every single day. And a workout for me is either cardio or weights or yoga slash mobility, because I'm an old man. When I work out too much, I need to stretch my muscles. I need to, you know, like keep flexible because otherwise I get problems with my hip, with my back. Probably in the beginning, I'll do the yoga slash mobility a bit more regular than maybe later on. Because my body will have to get used to doing more workouts again. And I don't want to fuck up my back as I did during COVID. So that's my, my workout part. The food slash healthy living part is no alcohol. We mentioned it before. 75 days, no alcohol. I'm very happy that we're starting on the 7th of January. So that we can still, after midnight on the 1st of January, have a couple of champagne or kava or wine or beer or whatsoever. And I don't have to feel bad about it. But no alcohol for 75 days. Uh, as mentioned before, I noticed that when I didn't drink anything, I had a better sleep at night. I, I woke up with more energy. And I think that's something that with my life, with our life, with a kid, with a dog, with a, a, a daytime job and the store, I need that. I want to do three liters. I want to drink three liters of liquids every day. And for me, that is either tea or water. I, I did some Googling about you know, like how much liquid you need in your body every day in order to, you know, like keep hydrated and what should be, what is generally considered as healthy. And um, I came to three liters if I calculate my body size, length and weight. I have this nice container of uh, 950 milliliters. So a bit more than three of those per day. I, I want to eat no junk food, no more candy, no more Kerst, conscious, marzipan, paper notes, and, and um, no more things like gyros, döner, pizza, pizza, yep. fries. It's so lately it happened so often that we after work uh, figured, oh shit, we still need to cook. Oh, and then we we only had a couple of healthy things in the house, so we made something healthy for Ziggy, and then we said, okay, I'll, I'll just get a couple of. Uh, pizzas from uh, from the supermarket throw them in the air fryer or in the oven and yep. the next day you wake up with such an empty stomach i mean you literally put nothing in your body you just put calories in there and your your stomach is empty you have way too many calories in your body it's it's just we need to stop this shit i'm not gonna say i'm gonna you know, like stick to a specific diet because personally, I don't believe in diet per se. I think a diet is something temporarily usually. And then afterwards you jump back into your old habits. And well, there's an old 
theory about it, about the physiology, what happens in your body. And basically, usually people start doing a diet afterwards to start eating normal again. And the body is not used to that anymore. So that's why the body cannot process the food properly. And that's why people start becoming heavy or, you know, like bulking up fat again. I know that if you are a dietitian, please give us a bit more insights on that. I have my information about a from a book called uh, a Dutch book. Um, I forgot the name. This is really bad. Mentioning something and forgetting about it. Um, it's it's a Dutch guy who is who is trained in this, and um, he explains the entire physiology in his podcast and in his book. So I say I want to do healthy eating. So fresh food fresh cooking, no takeaway meals for 75 days. So basically no industrial processed food. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It yeah. could be that if we make a sauce for the pasta, now that's a bad example. If we make a, a sauce for the for the bami, for our Indian food or whatever, yeah. it could yeah. be a taste which is yeah. you know, processed, but then the main ingredients is rice, uh, pasta, yeah. um, getting rid of all the junk. More exactly, yeah. 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 What did your wife say when you introduced her to the idea? Was she on board? She is. She is definitely on board. We used to eat like this uh, in the past, but then I don't want to blame this all on getting a baby. But a baby and the shop, it 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 was such a big change in our lifestyle. Like maybe I need to mention that our shop was open for about three months, and that's when we got pregnant. Or we, mm -hmm. sorry, sorry, mm -hmm. ladies, we are not pregnant. Yosha <laughs> was pregnant. Yeah. So. It, it, we were still, you know, like in the midst of starting the company, then she got pregnant and the, the entire life just took us over. And then, you know, like you, you just out of lack of time, lack of inspiration or laziness, whatever combination of these things, we started more and more often, you know, like getting a pizza or getting takeaway or these kind of things. And I want to, I'm not sure if this is really called intermittent fasting, but I want to have 12 hours minimum between my last and my first meal. I would say it's intermediate fasting. 12 is not much, but I think it's the most effortless you can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I, I, I just quickly uh, search for this. It's the Echte Mannen Dietenied from Robert Wolters. If you're Dutch and you're listening, Google this. Um, Check it out. He's really good. This is an old bodybuilder. He used to do bodybuilding. You can link that in the show notes. You, yes, perfect. You're going, to, you're going to get used to the show notes and say, hey, yeah, good thing. We can link it. Yeah. Yeah. So he is he's a, a previous bodybuilder, previous strong man. He's, I think he was the third or second strongest guy in the Netherlands for a couple of years. He had several gyms uh, that he owned. He... And he has this book and his program, which is called Real Men Do Not Do Diets. He has this entire philosophy behind it, and it's all backed up by science and facts. And in his podcast, he really explains really well how the body works. So how do you process uh, egg whites, proteins? How, do you, how does it work with your sugar levels and all these kind of things? And one of the things that triggered me is the sugar level. Because apparently, after your last meal, it takes your body 12 hours to uh, maintain a normal sugar level again. Mm -hmm. If you start eating, your, your body starts producing insulin again, um, causing your, your sugar levels to, to rise or drop. I don't remember exactly. But if you vary for a long period of time, do not leave 12 hours between your last and your first meal, your body doesn't get the rest and the sugar, uh, lowers its sugar level. And it, it, it can cause that you're uh, getting insulin resistant. And that is a first step to becoming diabetic. And this is something that triggered me so badly because so often in the evening, I do eat extra meals. So I eat some muesli with quark and some, some, some fruits in there, or maybe even granola in there, which basically is quite some sugar. And then in the morning, I get up and I don't know, we get up around seven and at eight or 8.30, I, I have my first meal again. So there's definitely... Do you drink your coffee with milk or kind of oat no, milk just, and stuff like that? Just, just plain black. Plain, yeah. Yeah, no milk, no sugar and uh, like that. So mm -hmm. I, I, I figured, okay, I need to make sure that I have 12 hours between that and I want to. I'm, I'm still 
going to look for it, but I want to check my sugar levels. So I want to check my sugar levels before I start it and then a couple of times during and then after. So I need to find such a device or buy it or get it somewhere in order to check my blood sugar levels because uh, I'm very curious if it changes anything as well. Hmm. Do you drink a lot of coffee, by the way? I didn't ask you in, in the past. Um, define a lot. Do you start your morning with coffee? I don't start the morning with coffee, but I, I do drink coffee in the morning and the afternoon. So I do, on average, yeah, I think uh, two or three cups a day. No, that's not much. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm going to try, and I, I already do it, is I'm going to have like before, after I wake up, I, I want to pack like at least three hours, three and a half hours before I have my first coffee. Oh, based on the fact that the consumption of caffeine and all the other stuff, which is in coffee, is interacting with your cortisol levels in your body when you wake up and is going to kind of destroy your cortisol yeah. expiration in your body. And that is heavily influential on your day performance from an energy level perspective. And science slash Mr. Huberman says that you have to that you should avoid caffeine consumption the first three three and a half hours of your day help you get rid of the cortisol before you get into the day yeah that's interesting and you got 10 minutes of sunlight in your eyes every morning after you wake up and i was like i'm living in fucking northern germany <laughs> there's, no sun. there's no sun in the first like half of the year so hmm, it doesn't work for me here so does this mean we're going to do the 75 hard somewhere on Barbados? That would be nice. <laughs> well, if you can put that in the show notes with uh, what Huberman said about the, the caffeine in the morning, I'm, I'm very interested in uh, reading about that. So I covered the workout. I covered the food aspect. Yep. And the mental part. So I, I'm going to take over the 10 pages of nonfiction uh, from your um, challenge. I think that's really interesting because uh, right now, like just as you apparently are doing, uh, I have an e-reader and in the evening um, we used to lay in bed and watch, I don't know, a series or a film or so something. And then after five minutes, my wife would fall asleep. And after 10 minutes, I'd fall asleep. And in the middle of the night, the laptop would just, you know, like still be on. And I figured like, like I read this, this, these things about that your brain needs to, you know, like slow down as well and, 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 you know, be able to be switched off at a certain moment. And reading is really good for that. I'm not sure if an e-reader, uh, you know, like with the blue light, I, I put it on night mode. So there's yellow light. I'm, I'm not mm -hmm. sure if that has any effect on the brain or something, but I do know that when I read some pages before I go to sleep, I'm, I'm more calm and I, I don't know. It, maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe it's just, you know, like my mind playing tricks on me or something, but I feel like I sleep better. Plus, I have the feeling that, you know, like I, 10 pages is nothing. And if I can develop myself with those 10 pages, so nonfiction, that would be amazing. You know, yeah. like if I can learn something, if I can read about someone's biography, if I can be inspired by someone, if I can read a self-help book, if I can read something about, I don't know, online marketing or whatsoever. I mean, that would be putting those 10 pages to the best use. Whether it being before going to bed, before, well, in bed, but before going to sleep, or maybe, you know, like my wife started this period where um, where she got up at six in the morning, you know, then we have a good hour before our son wakes up or half an hour to an hour. Then maybe in the morning, just, you know, like start up the day with 10 pages of reading. I don't know. What did, did, how did you do it? At the end or the beginning? The end, right? No, it, it was back and forth. From time to time, I woke up early and I was trying to always wake up early. But I, I wasn't talking about, I, I'm not talking about sick. I was more like in the five-ish direction because I wanted to get my first workout in before everybody woke up. But from, um, but then since I kind of developed the habit of walking the dogs through the woods and stuff, um, I got rid of that. And then I just woke up and read in the morning. Um, oh, yeah. 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 But when the day got pretty hectic and I, I'm a bad, I, I got into kind of really a cycle of bad sleeping 
or getting to bed way too late and then woke, waking up early. There were there were days where I just read really late at night before I went to bed, and I had to force myself to stay awake to get through the ten pages. Yeah, I remember one episode where you said that it was I don't know half past eleven, and you still had to read your ten pages, and you almost forgot about it or something. Yeah, right? yeah. There were a couple of my, a couple of days where I had to get stuff done in the last second, or go for a really late walk or something like that because there was the outdoor workout still not done. Yeah, but would you say that? You know, it, it's supposed to be nonfiction, but would you say that reading a biography, which is nonfiction, would that count? Mm, I think so. That it's not counting. Potentially, we have to ask the Reddit gods there. But <laughs> when I take a look at the Reddit list of books, there are no biographies included. And I um and I so uh, over the last couple of months. Um, I, I read a couple of biographies and I listened to a couple of biographies. Every time I walked, I was I would I split my kind of time with like listening to autobiographies or biographies and reading non-fictional books. And from a inspirational point of view, um, for example, um, I I um, listened to the Matthew Perry biography just recently, or. Matthew McConaughey biography. It was kind of inspirational and super interesting. And there were a couple of points you could take away from yourself, but you don't get as much out of it as you read kind of a non-fictional book, which is basically focused on self-improvement. Yeah. And because and this whole self-improvement thing has such a huge range. So because shout out now, I'm I'm reading a book right now, which is called a dopamine nation finding balance in the age of indulgence, which is basically one of the leading addiction scientists in the U.S. talking about kind of her journey, and she's a um, psychiatrist, kind of treating people in whatever kind of addiction they have, and it's super interesting. Um, it's a super interesting read, and especially when you are interested in that topic, and that is a tip. And I'm, all the kind of self-improvement books I read were helpful. One more, one, a few less. But you can you can read a book about kind of how to sell stuff, for example. I wouldn't suggest yeah, exactly. reading 48 Laws of Powers, just basically a book where you become an asshole. But yeah, I think there are so many super interesting books on the market, even to learn how to do yoga. Or, or how to meditate, which is part yeah. of your routine. I feel like that even is an interesting read. Or you accompany yourself. When you start meditating, you're picking up that book just to kind of form your, your kind of way to meditate and take the time to reflect and stuff like that. I, I yeah. When I used to live in Germany, I always took the, the subway. And I had this one book, which was really interesting because I was back then I was working in a sales oriented job and there was a book which was teaching you how to how to talk to people and how to make people like you it's a bit of a weird way of saying it but you know like how you could become an interesting conversational partner yeah. and you know like as a salesperson you need to be likable you need to be able to you know like find the sweet spot of the person in, in front of you where you can talk with each other about and uh, I was reading how to win friends and influence people. Oh, you, you're doing the spoiler. Oh, I was I was sitting on the subway reading this book <laughs> and it, it like the, the title is hugely on the cover. Awesome. And I was reading this book and I was I was every single day I was I found people staring at me. Mm. But with this this look in their eyes, like like, oh, poor soul. <laughs> and then I, and then it dawned to me the 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 title is how to gain friends and influence people but how yeah. to gain friends I, yeah. I felt like a, a loser without friends <laughs> yeah but it's an awesome book i have it as an audio yeah. but that was my book i was listening for i would say for weeks when i walked the dogs because and yeah. i continue i think i listened to it three times or something like that because it was yeah. super interesting it's yeah really, very interesting and it's already pretty old it but is. it's still still up to uh, from a content perspective and how to kind of treat people and how to 
communicate, I think it's still like top notch and one of the best books when it comes to yeah. that topic. I think one of the things that maybe the listeners are not interested in this, but one of the main things that I, I, I remember from this book is if you if you were to step in someone's territory, let it be someone's home, someone's office, or you know, like someone's more or less personal or private area, and and you want that person to you know like relax, open up towards you, etc. Like find things in that area, in that in that room, in that space. Where that person would be very uh, likely to talk about or likes to talk about very much, and and in this example, what he has is like a, someone's office, and there's a picture of him holding a fish, which I think is like so weird. Like men that have pictures of them holding a fish, but that's another thing. But um, hey. he said, <laughs> "I'm not really going with that." Ooh, I'm stepping on thin ice here. <laughs> But, you know, like he said, like, that's such a conversation opener. Like, yep. ask him about this picture. Like, where was it? Uh, with whom was he, et cetera. And then this person is like, oh, cool, you're interested in me. And, you know, like, that's how you open or start a conversation. And I, I learned a lot of little tricks with that. And it got me into a very interesting conversation. But this was just a sidestep. Because I think um, the last two points of my list, and... Um, my list might seem very long, but a lot of the things are very small items or items close to each other. The last two things, I really need to mention them because the one I already said, I'm addicted to social media. I'm I'm too much on my phone. I'm spending, I'm wasting too much time on my phone with social media. So I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm sure that there is apps for this. I'm going to have to maximize my time on social media with 30 minutes a day. and. Uh, that's something that's going to be really tough for me because what the hell am I going to do on the toilet then? But I think, I think I need this because probably if I look at my screen time with social media, it's just too much. I noticed that the last time I've, I haven't been the nice version of myself. I've been a bit of a, which is, well, it fits to this time of the year. I've been a bit of a Grinch, a bit of a negative person. Didn't see, the positive side of things that much. I, I very often saw the negative side of things. So I'm going to take every single day a mindfulness exercise. Mm -hmm. So I want every day, uh, and I'm sure that there are more mindfulness exercises. I'm, I'm probably going to learn about them along the way. But one of the things that pops in my mind, I want to I want to do some, some appreciation thing. I want to have five things that I appreciated from that day. So at the end of the day, I want to say, hey, these five things were nice, were good, were I appreciate them. They they made my day in order to look more at the positive things and to try to change my mindset in that. And this is something that my wife really, really cheered on. I mean, we can be very honest to, towards each other. And luckily, she is to me as well. So she said, yeah, this is something you really need. But is this more because you're getting depressed? No, I wouldn't say depressed. But more, just, more negative mindset with like, okay, exactly. it's not going to work anyway. So exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. like being a bit like the grumpy old guy, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, you, we all have this one person in our group of friends or maybe more. You always like, if you, if listeners, if you think of your group of friends, there's probably one person that you think of that if, if you tell a story, this person will always pull out this little negative part of it or like pinpoint something in a negative way. And I always hate that person, but I have to admit that lately I am that person and I don't like that. Hmm. Yeah. Good that you're trying to change it or you, that you're going to, that you're going to change it. Because yeah. I feel like when you take time of your day and start working on it, that's going to be out of the window. Um, pretty fast yeah right has to wow we're over an hour julius how are we yeah, gonna make yeah. this interesting <laughs> yeah it's, it's a kickoff episode and i already thought about so from a timetable standpoint um so the plan is to do like a weekly check-in maybe on a sunday or something like that we'll figure that out yeah i think that's uh, a, a good introduction episode i think we lost all of the listeners <laughs> yeah who cares it's about us
So and it's about um, two fathers on their journey to improve themselves. Yeah, that's that's the key, I feel like. But now that you said it, and I think that's a, a point where we can um, talk about uh, on the next episode, I feel like being a father is not an essential part of it. It's more like a thing that moves and motivates more, for me at least. Yeah, yeah I think that the thing that you had, because I asked you, like, you're doing this 75 heart challenge, but why creating this podcast and you said okay i want to i want to have a legacy for my kids i want them to be able to listen to this afterwards yeah that's a little bit over the top but on the other hand yeah uh, i think having that podcast and i didn't do i did it on my own so i needed to hold myself accountable somehow and documenting it is i think a good good thing um, and a good way to do it And you want to be you want to be an example, right? Yeah, and I, I and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be the person who starts kind of posting, a, making a social media journey out of it or something like that because that is not the medium I'm comfortable. I'm really comfortable doing. I'm yeah. comfortable talking. I'm not comfortable talking to a camera. I'm comfortable talking into a microphone. That is my thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe for those who are not who don't know how this exactly works, I didn't. This is my very first podcast ever. I'm super excited. Yeah, and um, we are going to improve his sound, by the way. Um, the yeah, microphone yeah. I sent him got lost in the mail, and he's recording it with his headset. Um, the sound is going to be better the next time, I promise. Yes, exactly. But we're basically doing a video call with each other uh, through a podcast platform. If I May yep. say like that, yeah. And it is basically us having a video chat, and uh, and we are already at two hours, and we talked like thirty minutes before. Then we hit the record, then we talked for another hour, and then we yeah. started the recording. <laughs> yeah, and I, I already got several text messages from my wife saying, "Hey, I'm in bed already. Don't forget to walk the dog." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right then. Yeah. Cool. Cool, Mars. So, um. Thank you again for uh, getting on this journey with me. For everybody who listening in, um, make sure to subscribe and follow us on this. You can give us five stars already. We need the um, we need that to to play into the algorithm with all the other seventy five hard podcasts that are going nowhere out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow. Give us five stars. Send us money. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever you want. <laughs> whatever you want. And yeah, thank you for listening in and hear you in about a week. Yes, thanks, yeah, thanks a lot. See you next week. Bye-bye.